0: Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. Amen. How's everyone doing today? Come on, how's everybody doing today? You know, it seems that The closer you get to the kingdom, the closer you get to the fulfillment of what God wants to do in your life, the more resistance the enemy brings at you. You can tell how close you are to fulfilling God's purposes in your life by the resistance that you're going through in life. If we look at our world, we can see how the spiritual thing is, is taking place right now. As the enemy is showing his face more, um, you know, it, it, it's not hidden any longer. It's, it's right in our face. I know at that very moment that God is just as real. And I know God is doing amazing things in that moment as well. I want to encourage you today. Do not grow weary. Do not give up. Don't stop being happy. Don't stop pushing. Don't stop having faith. I want to encourage you this morning to continue to push. If if, if anything, push harder. Push harder. Right now, we are in our fourth quarter. We are at the goal line. And if we are going to make it in the end zone, we have to push hard this morning. And so I want to encourage you today. With all that's going on, I want to encourage you to stay strong. Stay strong in the faith. Those of you that are at home, stay strong in the faith. Don't quit. Don't give up. We see things all the time. Those are brothers and sisters that are in Afghanistan right now that are facing things that we could only, I I can't even think of right now. My, my, My heart's been moved. Not shattered. My, my, my heart breaks, but my heart's been moved. If there's ever a time for us to come together as the body of Christ and pray for people that you may never meet until we hit the golden streets, right now is that moment. They need our prayers. They need us to stand in the gap for them. You might say, Pastor Nick, how can I help? We can move things through prayer. Prayer changes things. You remember when Peter was in jail and they got together and they began to pray? And the Bible says that the prison doors opened up by the power of prayer. Listen, I know God could do things not just for the Christians that are over there, but I'm praying that God would visit those that aren't even Christians, that their lives would be changed and affected just as well. Now is not the time for us to back up, give up, or shut up. We have to get violent in our prayers. Amen? Amen. Come on, stand with me to your feet. Turn your Bibles to the book of 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 1. This morning, I'm going to be speaking on the topic of reclaiming your trust, reclaiming your trust. You see, if there's one thing I feel that the church is, is, is lacking is, is our ability to trust God. And we have a hard time trusting God because we've been let down before. Maybe not by God, but you've been let down and hurt by somebody, and it's hard for us to gain trust. So I want to read to you out of 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. It says Now there was a certain man of Ramathim, Zophim, of the mountains of Ephraim, and his name was Elkanah, the son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zophah, and Ep- Epaphramite. And he had two wives. Amen. Those are some tongue twisters there. The name of one was Hannah and the name of the other was Penina. Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. This man went up from his city yearly to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. Also, the two sons of Eli, Humphini and Phinehas, the priests of the Lord, were there. And whenever the time came for Elkanah to make an offering, he would give portions to Penina, his wife, and to all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah, he would give a double portion, for he loved Hannah, although the Lord had closed her womb. Let's pray this morning. Father, I thank you for your word. Lord, I know it has the power to change. And so today, Lord, I pray, let it change and challenge our lives. Let us never, ever be the same again as a result of hearing it. In Jesus' name, we all say amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. If we look around, we have a church full and people online and churches around America and around the world are full of people who have trust issues. I don't know if I'm speaking to anybody this morning, but we have trust issues because we've been hurt, we've been let down, we've got a different outcome than what we are praying for, therefore we have trust issues. If there was anyone in the Bible who I believe should have the ability to question God, it would be Hannah. Because the Bible says she couldn't have children, and it wasn't that she couldn't have children, but God locked up her womb for such a time. I don't know why the Bible doesn't say, but sometimes we have to be able to deal with things and go through some things that we have no answers to. Hannah didn't know. She would try month after month after month to have a child and only come up short. You see, nothing can break trust faster than pain and disappointments. When we face pain and disappointment, it causes us to to lack trust and causes us to break trust in our life. When we've suffered pain of a loss or disappointment from a different outcome than expected, questions begin to arise. I don't know if you've ever asked God before, God, why me? Why my family? Why this world? Why my people? Why is this going on? Why this and why that? I don't know if you've ever asked God, why did I have to go through this situation? Why did these circumstances have to visit my household? You see, questions left unanswered can easily become a breeding ground for unbelief, which in turn gives birth to a lack of trust in life. When we have questions that we don't get answers to, it's a perfect breeding ground for unbelief to come in, which gives birth to something called a lack of trust. And many of us this morning sit here, we want God, but we don't trust that God, is, that, that God can and, and will use me. We, we want God to move in our situation, we want God to move in our life, but we've been let down so we have reserves about things in life. You see, as believers, our whole salvation hangs on our ability to have faith in Christ alone, and our faith is built upon our ability to trust or believe in the one true God. And so if God's going to do anything in us, we have to have complete confidence that he's able to use us to do something in us. But if we have trust issues, we can't have confidence in God. You see, as it's impossible to please God without faith, it is just as impossible to fulfill our purpose without trusting God. So we got a church, we got people full of of unbelief because we lack trust in our life because we've been let down and we've been hurt before. But I want to encourage you today. It's this very thing that if we are going to get anywhere in life, we are going to have to break down these walls of unbelief. We're going to have to let down our our ability to, to go into protect mode, to say, God, I'm not trusting you. If we're going to get anywhere in life, we're just going to have to say, God, I don't understand and I'm having a hard time with this, but I'm trusting you once again. Can I encourage Encourage you to try once again in life. You see, trust is a hard thing to gain back once it's been broken. It's extremely hard to gain back trust once it's been broken, because to trust means this: that I make myself susceptible to being hurt or disappointed once again. You see, we don't want to go through that. We, 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 we've been there, got the T-shirt. We, we've, we've been through that game before, and we don't ever want to go through that pain. It's the very reason that some of you are still single today because in your last relationship, you got hurt, and you vowed never ever to allow yourself to get to that place again, yet deep down inside of you, you have a desire to be loved. It's the reason why some of you won't commit to helping out in church because you've helped out at a church before and you've been hurt by a ministry, you've been hurt by a pastor, and you vowed that you would never, ever let that happen to you again, yet deep down inside of you, you're having trouble sitting down because you have a servant's heart. There's a conflict. I wanna serve, but I've been hurt. I wanna be loved, but I've been hurt. I wanna give, but I've been burned before. We have this conflict going on inside of us, and we lack trust because we've been hurt. I want to encourage you this morning. It's time that we let down the walls. It's time that we break the barriers and begin to trust God again. You see, Hannah subjected herself to disappointment and scrutiny every month when her cycle would return, only to find out that I'm not pregnant again only to see that your what they call her rival uh, 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 Elkanah's other wife only to see her spitting out children left and right She's kicking them out left and right, and Hannah has a desire, has a desire to want to have children. She's been pleading. She's been trying, but everything is stopping. She can't have children, and every month she's reminded, but not just reminded. The Bible says that Penina was such a harsh lady that she would mock, she would ridicule Hannah for not having children. It's like pouring salt on a wound. It's it's bad enough that she can't accomplish what she wants to accomplish. Her heart's desire, have you ever had a heart's desire only to See, it not happened before. Like everybody else around you is getting blessed, but God kind of skipped over your chair in the pew in the row. Maybe you sat in the wrong row at church. Maybe, you know, things begin to skip over you. That's Hannah right now. God is skipping over her, and she doesn't know why, but he keeps blessing Panina. She keeps having children. And to top it off, Hannah's name means favor and grace. But there's no favor or grace happening in her life. I don't know if I'm speaking to you right now, I don't know if you're hearing this right now, but some of you have such a favor and grace over your life, but because you're not seeing results, you're beginning to question whether God even loved you, you're beginning to question the words that's been spoken over you, you're beginning to question the very thing that God spoke over your life, when God says you are blessed, when God says you're blessing, you're coming and you're going, but it doesn't seem like blessing is following you all the days of your life, goodness and mercy must have been left at home because they sure ain't following you because all... you seem to run into is roadblocks. And every month, Hannah is reminded of the very fact that her heart has a desire, but her body can't produce. Hannah is reminded of the very fact that there's things that are still inside of her that aren't coming out, but she looks at her rival. She looks at Panina, and says, why is it that she doesn't even have to try? She's fertile myrtle. She's having children all over the place, and I can't even get just... One, God, can you just throw me a bone? And pretty soon from enough disappointments and pretty soon from enough hurts, we find ourselves beginning to question the very God who saved us from the junk we've gone through. Disappointed. God, I've been good. Hannah was not being... um, it, it, she wasn't being judged. She, she wasn't, things weren't withheld from her because she was a bad lady. And some of you right now, you're looking at what's being withheld from you, and you're beginning to question yourself, where did I go wrong? And you're beginning to lack trust in the very God who saved you. You see, but yet through all of Hannah's disappointments and heartaches, we never once see Hannah give up. Hannah never quits. The Bible never says that she waves the white towel. The Bible never says that Hannah said, you know what? I'm done. You know what? Elkanah, why don't you just have Panina and just forget about me? The Bible never says that happens. Hannah somehow and in some way, through all her disappointment, she holds on to hope. She holds on to trust that maybe this is the day. Maybe this is the month. Can I tell you today? Hold on to trust. Hold on to hope in God. Maybe this is the service. Maybe this is the moment. Maybe this is the season where God... God unlocks your womb, and you conceive the very thing that your heart has been desiring. Hannah's been through disappointment, just like me and you. Hannah's been through letdowns, just like me and you. Maybe those of you online this morning, you're going through that very season right now. You're in a season of letdowns. Can I tell you? For every season of letdown, there's also a season of get up as well. But you could not get to your season of get up and, unless you outlast a season of letdown. You cannot get to your season of rise and shine. You 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 can't get to that place until you endure this one. Sometimes you will have to go through some things in life. You will have to face some hardships in life. Sometimes you won't get answers to the questions you have. But I want to encourage you this morning. Don't stop trusting in the God who said that He'll bless you. And the God who says that you're favored. Don't give up. Don't give up this morning. No matter how deep the hurt is. Don't give up. Don't quit. No matter matter how many disappointments you face. Don't give up. Don't quit. No matter what you've gone through. Don't give up and don't quit. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm not done yet. Say, don't give up and don't quit. Come on, you got to help me this morning. You're a little too quiet in the room this morning. Don't give up and don't quit. Sometimes you don't got a person to encourage you. you just got to encourage yourself. When you're at home going through your own time and your place of crying and mourning and no one sees you, sometimes you got to look in the mirror and say, don't give up and don't quit. It's on the horizon. My blessing has to show up. Why? Because God is not a man that he should lie if he spoke it. It's going to happen. Don't. Give up on your heart's desire, and don't give up in trusting God. Verse 9 and 10 says, So Hannah arose after they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli the priest was sitting on the seats by the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord, and she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. She's hurting. You know, sometimes we as believers, we don't let ourselves hurt because we think it's ungodly. We have all this penned up. Hurt and bitterness, and we never let it out. We got all this penned up disappointment. Listen, God is bigger than your disappointments. God is bigger than your questions. He's greater than your circumstances. And we feel if I come to God with this disappointment, he's not going to love me anymore. Let me tell you, that is a lie from the pit of hell. He wants you to bring your hurts and your disappointments to him. And that's exactly what Hannah does. She's disappointed. She's hurting. That she's enduring. The Bible says she couldn't even eat that day. You ever been to that place in life where it just steals your appetite, takes everything from you? The Bible says Hannah couldn't eat that day, and she couldn't wait for the meal to be over because she knew where she needed to go. She goes to the presence of God. You see, Hannah processed her pain productively. Amen. Hear me. Hannah processed her pain productively. You see, some of us, we process our pain, but we don't process it productively. We process it in a bottle. We process it by talking to other people. We process it in pills. We process it in in going to counselors and all those things. And all those things are great. But if your first approach is not to run to the one true God, then you are processing things backwards already. The Bible says she takes her anguish, her pain, and her hurt, and she goes to God and she begins to pour out her heart before the Lord. You know what's funny is Eli, the priest, looks at her and he thinks she's drunk. You see, sometimes people aren't going to understand your pain. That's right. And sometimes even the man of God gets it wrong. Sometimes people aren't going to understand your pain. Your job is not to explain your pain away. Your job is to go through it, but to bring it to the right place. You need to process your pain productively. Stop trying to drown your sorrows and bring it to the feet of God. Stop trying to escape the reality of it. Take it on, but bring it to the place of God. Because only God could do something about the very thing that you're facing. Because how you process your pain will either be hurtful or helpful. You see, I've prayed before and left my prayer closet, not with an answered prayer, but with hope to endure Amen. the pain that I'm going through. Amen. Sometimes prayer doesn't answer things right away. But it does give you a little pep in your step to come out of there to say, I might be going through this valley, but you know what? I'm not staying here. I am on my way out. Can I encourage you? If you haven't got an answer yet, let it be the very place that gives you a source of strength to get through what you're going through so God can help you to navigate what you're facing. Hannah, Hannah goes through her pain productively. Bring your pain, your disappointments, and your bitterness before the Lord. Amen. Verse 16 and 18 says this Hannah's talking to Eli. She says, Do not consider your maidservant a wicked woman, for out of my abundance of my complaints and grief I have spoken until now. Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant your petition which you have asked of him. And she said, Let your maidservant find favor in your sight. So the woman went her way and ate, and her face was no longer sad. Hannah goes before the Lord. And the Bible says in that moment, Eli doesn't know what's going on. But in that moment, what takes place is this. Hannah gets a word. Sometimes all you need is just a word. All you need is just a word of encouragement. All you need is a word of hope. All you need is a lifeline. Just throw me a lifeline, Lord. All I need this morning, all you need this morning is just a lifeline. Why? Because Hannah knew, you know what? Things might not be fixed right now, but things are gonna get fixed. I believe and I trust the word that God's spoken over my life. The Bible says that Hannah, after getting that word from from Eli the priest, it says her whole countenance changed. Why? Because when you go to the one who has the ability to trust Change your situation. Things begin to change at that moment. She washes her face. She goes and she eats. And then on their track home, she tells Panina, listen, I've, I've put up with you for all this time. But I want to let you know, Elkanah is mine for the next few weeks. We got some unfinished business to tend to. We got some, so so she gets herself all dressed up. Why? Because you have to at times clean yourself up and get yourself ready and prepared for what God's about to walk into. I might not see it yet. I might not feel it yet, but she has to get herself prepared to be with her husband because the only way for Hannah to have a child is for her to get vulnerable with Elkanah once again, and the only way that God is going to deposit anything into your life is when you get vulnerable for him and get. Get real before him, because the last time I checked, <laughs> children aren't conceived with your clothes on. <laughs> you have to be able to get vulnerable. Get vulnerable before the Lord. She trusts the word that was spoken over her life. And all she gets in that moment was just a word. Can you hold on to hope and trust God again when all you have is a word to go off of? Come on, can you trust God and hold on when all you have is a word to go off of? Things might change, might not change just as of yet. Things might not change when you go home today. But do you hold on to the word that says things are changing, change is happening, things are beginning to take place? Hannah has a word from Eli. She holds on to it and she trusts. The word. You see, every time you hear a preacher preach, every time you hear a worship song go on, or every time someone deposits something into your spirit, it's a word that God has deposited into you. And you have the opportunity now to let it hit fertile ground or for you to just dismiss that word. You see, too many times we are questioning God on the wrong things where God says, I'm going to make a way out of no way. But Lord, last time I trusted you and that I got hurt. Listen, you just put that seed into bad ground. Sometimes you don't have to understand what's going on. You just have to trust and make yourself vulnerable before the Lord again and trust that everything God has in place for you, trust that everything God has in place for your family is yes and amen because His promise. Are still yes and amen. I want to encourage you today. Don't let go of the promises God has on your life and don't let disappointment, don't let trouble steal the trust that you have in God. Hannah got a word, and all she had to hold on to was a word. You see, Hannah didn't just get a word. The Bible says that Hannah trusted the word from the Lord. It's not just about hearing a word. You have to trust the word. Hannah hears the word. She trusts the word. Eli didn't even know what was going on. He didn't speak directly to her situation, but she was so in tune with hearing God at that moment Why? Because sometimes brokenness puts us in tune with the very God that we serve. That's why the Bible says he won't turn you away when you're broken. It puts us in the very place of surrender before him because we have nowhere else to go. You see, when the pastor didn't answer his phone and your best friend was busy with somebody else, The song that you wanted to hear wasn't even found any longer. And the books that you're reading just didn't do anything to you. So you decided to go to the Lord. And it's at that very moment that you got hope for the mission to continue on. When nothing else is around, you got to hope and trust in, in, in God's word. Hannah gets a word from Eli. Hannah trusted the word from the Lord. But lastly, Hannah... Put the word from the Lord into action. Yes. Get a word. You trust the word. Amen. And you have to put it into action. Amen. Wow. See, Hannah had to make herself vulnerable again. She had to make herself vulnerable to Elkanah. And in that moment, Hannah was subjecting herself once again to be hurt to be scrutinized by panina because ain't nothing worse than when you have a word and you begin to tell the word to people and the word hasn't happened yet. And those people begin to dog on you because you had a word. You trusted the word. You put it into action, but they don't see anything coming about yet. Hold on to your word. Don't let someone steal the very word, the very thing that God's promised to you. Omaha, you could help me. Don't let the people steal because they're negative and they're naysayers and all these things. Don't let them steal your joy. Don't let them steal your peace. Don't let them steal your trust. Hold on to the word so she gets a word from Eli. She trusts the word, and then she puts the word into action. Hannah had to let go of all her failed attempts and disappointments, and she had to try again. She had to try again. In the book of Genesis, we see a familiar story. The Bible says that Adam and Eve have Cain and Abel And Cain kills his brother Abel. We have the first murder that takes place. Abel's dead, Cain has to leave, and now Adam and Eve are left without their sons. I don't know how much time lapsed, but the Bible says that Adam knew his wife Eve again, and she conceived a son named Seth. You see, through disappointment, Eve had to make herself vulnerable again to her husband. And out of that vulnerability, Seth was born. You see, some of you have been hurt so bad. You've been disappointed so bad. you have trouble making yourself vulnerable again. You have trouble opening up. You keep people at a distance, even in some of your marriages. You keep your husband or your wife at a distance because you've been hurt before. You don't want to be vulnerable to them. You keep them just close enough to to, to love them, but you keep them far enough that if you have to push them away again, you can do that very quickly, and that's no way to have a marriage. You get to the church and you, you love the church just enough and you get close enough to people to, 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 to get to know them and to be received in the church, but you still keep your distance because you've been hurt before and so you still have your reservations. Do you know that you can't serve God with reservations? You can't be in the marriage with reservations. You can't conceive with reservations. And the Bible says that Adam knew his wife again and Eve conceived. She made herself vulnerable. I want to encourage you today. If we are going to get anywhere in life and fulfill the very purpose and plan that God has for me and you today, it comes from us trusting again, even though we've been hurt. It comes from us being vulnerable again, even though we've been hurt. You see, because the story goes on and the Bible says that Hannah, after hearing the word, trusting the word, and putting the word into practice, she didn't just have a son. She didn't just have a child. You see, the Bible says that Panina had sons and daughters, but it doesn't give their name. But Hannah gave birth to Samuel, and it was Samuel who anointed Saul, who anointed David. It was that Samuel who brought the anointing. He was a great prophet. He was a great, a great man of God. But Hannah had to birth him, but it came through much trial. It came through much tribulation. It came through her hearing the word after being disappointed. came through her putting the word into action. And today I challenge you with this as I close. You have to make yourself vulnerable again before the Lord. Which means you put yourself in a place of possibly getting disappointed again. But if you are going to receive everything that God has promised to you you have to trust in the word that sometimes hurts she had to make herself vulnerable and susceptible to disappointments again because you'll never receive your promise unless you reclaim your trust you'll never receive what God has for you unless you reclaim your trust and ask you to bow your heads and close your eyes this morning. With some of you this morning, the moment that I mentioned reclaiming your trust, your walls already went up. Because the last time you trusted you got hurt last time you trusted, it didn't work out in your favor. Last time you trusted, maybe you came out disappointed. You made yourself vulnerable, and it seemed to just get thrown in your face. Those online, the last time you trusted, things didn't work out in your favor. Every month, Hannah put herself in a place to be scrutinized. Every month, Hannah put herself in a place to be laughed at and mocked, ridiculed. But this time, Hannah heard the word, trusted the word. She put the word into action. You're here this morning. Maybe you've never accepted Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Maybe you're having trouble because you have trust issues. You come to church because you know you're supposed to, but you've got trust issues right now. You've been disappointed. You've been let down before. Maybe you've even served God strongly at one time, but because you've been let down, you've kind of, you have your reservations. You show up, but it's with reservations. Even those of you online, you've been hurt by church before. You found yourself, maybe that's why you're watching behind the safety of a screen right now. I want to let you know he loves you. He loves you. That he had create technology to get you even in your safe place that God would show up there. You're here this morning. You've never accepted Christ, so you have, and you've, you've gone backwards because you're having a hard time trusting, but today you would say, Pastor Nick, I'm going to make myself vulnerable before the Lord again. I'm going to trust him again because I've heard a word. I'm trusting the word and I want to put it into action. If that's you this morning, if you're here in the building, I'm just going to ask you to raise up your hand. You need to rededicate your heart to the Lord. Amen. 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 Anyone else? Amen. You need to give your life back to God. Amen. God bless you. Those online, you need to get your right life right with God. You've been hurt. I get it. Disappointed, I understand. But I want you to know even through all that, he still loves you. So if you're online and you need Christ in your life, you need to get your life right with him today, I'm going to ask you just to put into the chat the word alive. Someone's going to see that and they're going to immediately respond to you. They're going to respond to you and let you know, hey, you know what? God sees you and we see you as well. You might not be in the building, but God sees you and we see you as well. Secondly is this. You've been burned, you've been hurt, you've been let down too many times. You have reservations up all over the place. You've built up your walls. You're saying, you know what? I'm not going to get hurt. and I am vow I'm not, not going to let go anymore. I'm not going to make myself vulnerable before anyone. But something is stirring in your heart today. You have that desire. Something's stirring in your heart. And you heard the word. You've trusted the word. And now you're ready to put it into action. You're saying, God, I want to trust you again. Lord, I want to trust you again. If that's you, I'm going to ask you to raise up your hand. You got trust issues, but you're willing to break down the walls today. If that's you, amen, amen. You've been hurt, but you're willing to say, God, I trust you, amen, 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 amen. Listen, if that's you, I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet, but stay there at your chairs. If you raise your hand to accept Christ, if you raise your hand to to, to break down the walls, I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet, but stay there at your chairs. Come on, if you need to stand up, stand up. Don't let this moment slip by. Don't let this moment pass you by today. Trust God again. Trust God again. Anyone else, I invite you to stand to your feet this morning. The Bible says this, for those who stood to accept Christ, even those at home. The Bible says this, that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross and rose again three days later, then salvation's yours. And so I'm going to ask everyone at the sound of my voice, if you would repeat this prayer with me. Say, dear Jesus, I know I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe that you died on the cross and that you rose again three days later. Forgive me, of the things that I've done, that have broken your heart. I make you Lord and Savior of my life. Do with me as you please. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, for those of you that are online, those of you in the building, I just want to pray with you before we get out this morning. Father, I thank you today. God, I thank you that you are rebuilding trust in each and every person here this morning. Father, I pray for every letdown, God, for every hurt, for every disappointed season, God, in our life, Father. I pray for every moment where we made ourselves vulnerable, God, and got the short end of the stick. I pray this morning, Father, you would restore hope again. You would restore joy again. But more than that, you would restore trust again today, Father, that we would trust, God, that what you have for our life, our heart's desire, God, is right on the horizon. Lord, I pray, Father, that you would help us to break down the walls God destroy the walls Father God of reserve today God destroy the walls Father God of, 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 of keeping people and keeping you at a distance Lord today we show up vulnerable before you saying Lord I trust you again God I heard a word Lord I trust the word and I'm putting it into action Lord, today, I want what you have for me. Lord, I trust you with my life. In Jesus' name, come on, amen and amen. Come on, give the Lord a big hand clap, a big praise offering. Listen again, if you made that prayer and declared that prayer online to accept Christ, please type in the chat, alive. We want to connect with you. You could even text the word alive to 408-340-7703. We want to connect. That's how important it is. We connect with you. For those of you that are in the building, remember, trust God. Trust God. Let down the walls. Amen? Amen. Hey, listen, until we meet again, remember, love God, love people, and let's change the world. God bless you this morning. We'll see you again. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash CWC Bay Area.